Yo, yo, <clears throat> we mic checking right now. We didn't do a sound check beforehand because we lazy like that. But I, I have pretty good technical skills on the soundboard with this Roadcaster Pro. Shout out to Rude Roadcaster. This is not a sponsorship. It's the Podcast and Chill Show, man. We're back. I forgot which episode we are, but we're on the road to 200 episodes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, taking the time, taking the sweet, beautiful time. There's a lot of shit that's been going on. I'm your host, Duff Bear, alongside the v- vanilla wafer color brother. Oh, my God. Beside me, Mr. Sensual, Mr. Yes. Light Skin Chocolate. Yes. Mm, Mr. Vanessa Velli. Mr. Melt in Your Mouth. Talk to me. Come on. Let's Talk get to it. me, Mr. Melt in Your Mouth. I could do the ASMR now. Mm-hmm. When I get real low like this. Yeah. It's the quiet storm, baby. It's the quiet baby. storm, baby. It's the quiet storm. I'm your host, Tony Brown. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? We are back. We're back. I like how you said that. You know, Thank it's you, the sir. it's the road to two hundred. We're taking our time. We're taking our time. And it's the reason why I like it is because you know, too much, too many times in life, it's just you always on the highway. Mm-hmm. You only know flowers from books. You only know flowers from TV shows. When the last time you looked down at your feet and saw a flower? Mm. Mm. When the last time? That's powerful, brother. We spend so much time looking up because we want to see what's forward. So much. So let me tell you something. We're going to take our time with these. I think we're on episode 194. I could be wrong. It may be 193. Doesn't matter. The matter. The point is we have either six episodes or seven episodes left yeah, to yeah. 200. And true. we want to enjoy it. It's been a journey. Yeah. I, look at, I look at everything in life we do, especially this, especially the content we create. Mm-hmm. I see it as a marathon. Because I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, yo, if we were to do like a weekly type of thing, like like you always say, it's so much it's so much shit that's happening throughout the world. Like it's overstimulating. So if we if we do it every week, I feel like we'll be burnt out extremely fast. And we're not going to do it no more. Yeah, we'll, we'll lose joy into it. You know what yeah. I mean? So I like letting the letting the shit breathe because there's a lot of shit to discuss now, and there's a lot of shit that needs to be talked about. And then we also don't want to put the podcast in like a form of a soundbite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, like you said, you know, sometimes it's good to let shit die down. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, the storm has passed. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about, like, the damage. Let's talk about the debris. Mm-hmm. Let's carry the rubble. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause we'll eventually start sounding like the fucking news. And that's not cool. It's like, not cool. Yeah. What happened? What happened this week? Well, on Tuesday, and it's, that's not, like, we're not a... A podcast that emphasizes that this is more of a discussion. I yeah. want to discuss what happened with you since the last time I saw you. Yeah, I mean, I see you every other day, but yeah, I understand what you're talking about. And we we do a lot of shit though. How was your week, man? Uh, this week's been very challenging. Mm. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. This week has been very challenging. Uh, I'm feeling burnt out. Mm. I'm. Be honest, like I, I feel, I feel burnt out, and you know, I, I'm getting what I asked for. Yeah. In terms of what I wanted to do professionally, like I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, you know, and I'm doing it, but I'm doing it all at the same time. Okay. You know, and like I can, I can do it, but you start to realize when you have so many, you know, when you have so many trains leaving the station at the same time, mm-hmm. like. You don't always pay attention to the passengers. Mm-hmm. You paying you paying attention. You paying more attention to like checkpoint to checkpoint yeah. to checkpoint. You don't know if your passengers are comfortable. You know you don't know like if your PA system works. Mm-hmm. You know you don't know if you letting everybody on the train that's supposed to be there. Yeah, you just I'm I'm more so was I'm I'm more so 
wrapped up in getting from checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint. So you can focus on the quality rather than the quantity of things. Yeah, and yeah. and missing and I'm missing the journey on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, so that has shown. I would say in the past two weeks because I'm trying to get so many things off the ground at once. Now, granted, I lift them up, but now I got to juggle them. Yeah. You know, and that's how things get missed, things get dropped, and I acknowledge that. And you know, it's 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 hard to pivot yeah. from that. And I experienced that a lot this week, so that's kind of how my week went. What that's about good. yourself? That's good. My week has been constant state of repetitive repetitiveness, mm. or repetitiveness. There we go. Fuck it. I'm not a scholar. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's you know, I do I do work and I do finance, and that's the line of work I'm in. It's a recession right now. Very obvious, even though some people will negate it, like your president. Your president told you it's not a recession. We are clearly in a a, a deep recession right now. Not deep, but it's, it's heading there. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a financial advisor. But I'm just saying you can see it through our economy. That shit is slowing down. I've been seeing a lot of shit. So work has been extremely slow. It's It's been... A, it's been um, we're so boring. That's why I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out because I'm not having to do anything exciting. It's nothing that's coming in because no one wants to spend money. Um, but that just shows you the state of the economy. No one wants to spend money right now. You know, rightfully so. It's tax season. Uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see this tax season how it affects somebody. Because usually tax season, this is when we see people go do outlandish shit. This year, I want to see. How bad the economy is to see if people do outlandish shit still when they get that nice little lump sum of money they acquire mm. from the government. But my week, man, my week's been cool, man. You know, I'm doing self care. I've been on the self care shit lately. That's not bad. I took my car to the um to the get a car wash. I try to do that every week now. I'm trying. I'm trying to have a, a consistent schedule when I'm just doing shit just to see how it improves me. You know what I mean? I've been going to sleep at a reasonable time. What time is that? Uh, like 10 sharing? to 11 That's not bad Yeah 10 to 11 I miss text messages now Like the text messages I usually wouldn't miss I miss Like somebody texts me Like at 11.03 And I sleep by Gone I'm like yeah That's crazy You know what I mean I'm trying to wake up At reasonable times Trying to get up early Try to seize the day But then, but then You know Every Saturday I'm getting out more Spending time with friends Trying to be more social uh, we had a rough 2020, 2021. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't get to see the people that we wanted to see, be mm-hmm. around people we wanted to be around, uh, cherish the folks that you love, and family. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to be more social. I'm trying to talk more because I like, I don't like talking that much to people. I obviously have a podcast, so I do like talking to the mic. But when it comes to social interactions, I don't really care to talk to people. Mm. People are not that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I talk to the people that I find interesting. So... Yeah, my week's been cool, man. Just trying to create a schedule, remaining consistent with it. That's pretty much it. I can't complain. You know, you touched on a lot of <clears> things, <throat> you know. Uh, one thing I definitely, before I get to the second one, uh, I wanted to bring up to you. You talked about, you know, going to sleep early. Yeah. And I've been trying to do that. But you said, you know, you're going to sleep at like 10 or 11. Are you trying to be a part? And you said start your day earlier. So that's why I want to ask, are you trying to be a part of that 5 a.m. club? No, never. I don't want to do 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. means it requires me to go to sleep between 8 and 9, and I'm just not doing that. I need to have – because I get off of work at, like, 5.30. Mm-hmm. Get home. takes an hour to get home, so I'm home at 6.30. I need at least three hours of fun time for myself, and then and then I can go to sleep. But, uh, no, I don't really care. I don't really – like, you know they say, like, you go to sleep early, 
you wake up early and then you have more time in your day. I don't really believe that because I can go to sleep. It's just like working shifts. It's like 9 a.m. to 5. Mm-hmm. But you can also go in from 7 to like 3. To 3. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you, you it's how you use your day. Mm-hmm. So I don't really believe in you got more time in your day because it's summertime. The sun doesn't set until 7. You know what I mean? Yeah. Around six thirty seven. Sometimes nine. Yeah. So it all depends how you use your day. If you're using your day effectively. Um, I'm just waking up early so I don't have to I don't wake up grumpy. I haven't been waking up grumpy lately, so That's important. I'm trying to remain consistent to it. The reason why I ask is <laughs> that because I tried to do that five AM club shit. I look, I'm not knocking it, but I know that that just isn't me right now. Hey man. It isn't me. Like I tried it this week. Matter of fact, I tried it um, on Monday. I got up at five in the morning. I got dressed, left out the house. I was out my house at six forty-five, and I got to work at seven thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. That was also the same day that LeBron James was uh, breaking the scoring record. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that I was watching the game, and I heard, I, yeah, I know, we was on the game, and you wasn't speaking. I fell asleep on the game because I watch I watch basketball on my on my PlayStation, mm-hmm. you know. So I fell asleep with my headphones on. I was gone, couldn't make the West Coast game, and I said, "Wow, I just missed the greatest moment in history." That's what I'm saying. That's your issue, man. That's why you gotta go to sleep ten, eleven. But for certain, like it depends how you. It's like flexible. Like you gotta make up for it. Like okay, I know LeBron is about to drop the scoring title. I need to stay up for that. Yeah. So there's certain things that are that intrigues me that I need to stay up for and watch and witness it. That right there, you're crazy for missing that because I watched that. Yeah, I had to catch the replay. But, no, so what happened was I'm watching the game, and he was like, all right, I was up when he had 16. I was up when he had eight. And I was up when he had six. And then I just closed my eyes, mm. and I wake up, and I missed the fucking shot. And I was I was screaming. Luckily, I, I have, like, the, the thing where I can run it back. Mm-hmm. So I watched it, but I didn't get I didn't get that same. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have. No. Yeah. I didn't get that same. He's about to do it. He's about to do it. Are you disappointed about that? I'm very disappointed about that because uh, it made me very upset. I did not. I didn't. To witness history? Yeah. Like, I, I witnessed it, but like it wasn't. It live technically action, wasn't yeah. live. Like, I was like I was like 10 seconds late. Yeah. You know, but it, but yeah. Uh, simply because like I, you know, LeBron James is the greatest basketball man to ever put on a pair of sneakers. I agree. I feel like LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm 25 years old. I don't live in the 90s. No. I didn't live in the 80s. No. I didn't see the Chicago Jordan era. I didn't when he see went Bill back Russell. To back. Didn't see Bill Russell. And I don't care for it, honestly. The history is history. History is history for a reason. Mm-hmm. Records are meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. Things are supposed to be good. This is, a, this is human evolution. This is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So people that still stuck on Jordan as the GOAT, it's beyond me. I'm not mad at your opinion. I'm just saying it's evolution. Yeah, people get better, players get better, and yeah. then somebody will eventually surpass LeBron James himself. But this is how history is supposed to be done. Yeah, and this is how you know as humans that we're uh, evolving in the right direction. You know, Jordan can't do what LeBron do. No, no. And I mean, you touched again, like you just touched on like so many good points, and it's like, bro, if Let's just let's take Kareem. We'll we'll take Jordan out of this for a second. Yeah. 
Kareem's scoring record lasted for 38 years. Mm-hmm. Right now, we just had, last year was the NBA's 75th year being a, a, a league, an association, mm-hmm. right? Okay, this was their 76th year. If we would have gone to like the NBA's 150th year mark or 100 year mark, and that scoring record wasn't broken, then going the league's the, doing something wrong. We're going in the wrong direction. Going in the wrong direction. Not because, finding real valuable talent. Because granted, like I'm not discrediting his scoring because he, he did that shit with all twos and one three for his whole career. Yeah. So that takes a lot of buckets. I'm not discrediting that. But what I'm telling you, with the volume of ways that the basketball is scored today and as fast-paced as the game is today, if you're telling me there's not somebody out here eventually – that's going to get 38,000 points. And what What's the point doing? of this? What are we doing? We're not breaking any records. What are we doing? Like I said, history's now, meant to be rewritten. Right. Now, like, LeBron is great. Like, he's the greatest player of all time. I said that. Mm-hmm. But somebody was going to break that record. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just just so happy that this is my favorite, one of the greatest players of all time, man. That's just what like, come on. I like, said with everybody, I said, when LeBron... Breaks that scoring title. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, mm-hmm. he's the undoubtedly goal. I tell you one thing, though. LeBron's score record going to stay intact for 50 years. Yeah. I give it 50 years. Mm-hmm. LeBron James will probably leave this world being the all-time NBA leading scorer. Yep. Because it's 38,000 and counting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't this his final game. He got a he's good. Still, yeah. He got a good maybe two more prime years left and a bunch of years where he could just drop 15 a game. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him hit 40,000 points. Possibly. He's going to hit 40,000 points, brother. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit 40,000 points. And it, it and it took 30, how many years? 38? It, it took 38. It took, so hold on. It took Kareem 30, 20 years to break the record. Mm-hmm. It took LeBron 20 years to break the record. Mm-hmm. The record stood for 38 years. Mm. Now, LeBron, in order to break that record, you would have had to have scored 25 and a half points or more for 20 years. Yeah, LeBron nobody, scored 27 points per year. Not a lot of people was doing that. Who's scoring? Who's at, and this is my point. Like, who? It may, it will be maybe somebody 50 years from now, but who do you know right now in the league that's been averaging since they came in at least 25 and a half and is going to play for 20 years? People don't understand the greatness of this man. Nope. That he met all the expectations. He exceeded them. That he, he met them and he ex- exceeded them. Yeah. All the expectations that he had on them since he was 18 years old. That's a testament to time and that's a testament to greatness. And that just shows you how much will that man has. Not as just a man, but as a basketball player. It's the GOAT, man. They don't make him like that no more. And you know what's crazy about it? Never had a scandal. Nope. Never had an issue with don't his wife publicly. We're on a podcast right now. Don't jinx nothing. We are. Man. I'm talking about to this year, to year to date. I'm knocking, knocking on, wood. on wood. All I'm right, knocking knock on, on wood. wood. I'm just saying, like you know, with Jordan, and I, I bring it up because, like you know, Jordan had gambling. Jordan was like, you know, he was bald. Jordan was like, you know. Highly controversial. He had the, you know, the betting, the betting thing, you know, going on. He had to he retired twice. Punching his teammates. Punching on his teammates. Bad sportsmanship. Punched Steve Kerr in his face. Broke his face up. Yeah. LeBron never do none of that. LeBron ain't do none of that, man. And he went to the finals ten times. Jordan never go ten times. Yeah. 
I don't care about the wins, man. Got there. You got there. With less. With less, man. With less. With less, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. With less. That's my goat, man. Yeah. That's my goat. And I ain't even mad at it. You know, because it's crazy. I think I used to, I, w- I was never a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. The year I became, I, I took my hate aside and I became a LeBron fan was 2016. When I saw this man go up against a 73-9 and nine Warriors team. Go down 3-1. Nobody before that has never came back from a 3-1 lead ever. And marched back and won the game. And it's crazy because no other team, he technically, if the, if you've taken the records, he beat the greatest team to ever play basketball. Yes. The 96 Bulls won a championship and they had a 72-9 win record. Win loss record. LeBron James in twenty sixteen beat a team at a seventy three and nine record. So what would he have done to somebody with a seventy two and ten record? Mm-hmm. And came back three one. And came back three one. Nobody before him came, ever came back from a three one league. No one. It's usually done after that. And it still hasn't been done yet. Nope. Still hasn't been done yet. Yeah, man. That's another record that's going to stand the test of time. The who coming back from a 3-1? In the finals? In the finals? Yeah, nobody. Come on. That's a hard That's a hard thing to and do. And beat the best team in the NBA. In the best team, the best winningest record team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Show my man some respect. And it's usually only like 45 and 50-year-olds. Yeah, because they've seen, they seen Jordan Arab, man. They wanted Jordans when they, was young, when yeah. they were younger. Come on now, bro. Give Come it up. On. Stop being biased, bro. Come on now. But Jordan never lost. There's a lot of people that never lost, bro. Yep. There's a lot of people. There's people with more rings than Jordan. Bill Russell. You don't call him a goat. Why you not? Hear, well, yeah, why, he, why, why Bill, Bill Russell not, not a goat? goat? He Talk integrated about, basketball. What about Wilt? What about Wilt? They just call him old. They just look <laughs> him at, they just call him legends. They don't just, say, yo, he's a goat, though. No. Like, come on. Where Bill, what does Bill and Wilt rank on most of these dudes? Not even top, probably... In, in the hood, not yeah. even top ten. Not even top ten. People will, in the hood, people will put AI over Bill Russell. Yeah, I am. I'm putting AI over Bill. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of people That's over insane. Bill Russell. That's insane. God, God rest the dead. But God I, rest the dead. I'm picking. You can name a player right now, and I'm picking over Bill Russell. No cap. I'm picking Joel Embiid over Bill Russell picking, any day. Man, any day. I know if you over sixty, you piss right now. <laughs> but you, if you over sixty, you're not listening to this. No, you're Cause not. Because you didn't know how to find this. But um, I'm not age. I'm not age shaming. I'm just saying that's you just are. You don't have the podcast app on you. You do, but you ain't know it was on your phone. But and um, if you got us on there, I, I want to meet you. I want to meet you. I yeah, want to meet you. I, I will give you a experience. I will talk to you for Excuse a whole you? hour. Not like that. Not like a freaky. Not a sexual experience. Okay. But um, like I'll, I'll take them out to eat stuff like that. Yeah, I want to know and make your brain tick. Yeah. Why are you listening to this, man? It's a young man's game. Well, how'd you find this? How you find it? Yeah. Who how you find this? Your grandkids. Cause this ain't the side of Twitter you want, baby yeah. boy. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know, man. I put a lot of people over Bill Russell. Which one of them old farts had a hundred points? That's Wilt. Wilt, where <laughs> you know how many people I'm putting over Wilt? <laughs> Was that game recorded? Come on, exactly. Be fucking for real. 
It's just on paper. Nigga probably had ten, and somebody added another zero, and it was like, all right, this is. Will like, got a wow, hundo. Wow, Will had a crazy game. Yeah, he said, Let me see that paper. Let me see that paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Will scored a hundred. Yeah. That should. I mean, people said they seen it. Bro, you know he's playing. Who's bro? Who do you know that seen it? Older broadcast people said they seen it. No, oh. and it was in a paper. How old are they? Old, like eighty, like skip old. Uh, but um, yeah, that man had, he had a hundred points. Bravo, niggas is scoring eighty. On a, a, a off day, six two, yeah, scoring eighty points. But that's all about evolution. Look who he's playing against, though. Look who Will, I'm not going to take away from the man, but look who Will was guarding. Look who he's playing against. He but, was guarding uh, people that look like our dads. But like, to be fair, he was he's dropped a hundred wearing Chuck Taylors, <sighs> bro. I just respect is given where respect is due. Three point line, the three point line didn't come into play in the eighties. No, that's why I asked you. No, all right, nigga, twos. And Chucks though, but you gotta think they were taking long twos in Chucks. Yeah, Chucks got grip. You can't, you can't be serious. Not right today's now. game is not. It was real hard what they was playing on too. Yeah, and it, it's adaptability. Ooh. Look, sneakers got better, players got better. You think if we just take Will Chamberlain and Kobe dropped eighty one, he did. You think if we drop Will Chamberlain in this generation? He do anything? No, bro. <laughs> he don't think he do nothing. No, I find that hard to believe. That boy, that boy would be cheering on the bench with the other team <laughs> with his warm ups on. Yeah, cooked and on everybody cla- and everybody slapping his hand when they come back to the bench after the uh, after the halftime. Y'all shaking his hand. Good job, bro. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the seat warm. You know, you know he, you know he used to shoot free throws underhanded. Yeah, he would not survive. <laughs> Nigga, like LeBron James, sending him to the underworld. <laughs> Just dunking on you. just getting dunked on by everybody. Bro, why is Kyle Lowry dunking on you? <laughs> no, he's gonna he's gonna give the hardest foul you ever see. He might actually punch you. Who will? Yeah. It's you gotta think it's the bro it's the sixties. Some real niggas some real niggas in the NBA, bro. You're not fighting Will Chamberlain. On. Will Chamberlain beating any I know a couple people. Let John Moran try to dunk on Will Chamberlain. Bro. He gonna put that boy into the shadow realm. Bro, will can't do nothing. Imagine he was playing against the the bad boy Pistons, bro. They jumping them. Yeah, they doing well bad. See, look, I just gave you an example. They're nah, stopping that Will Chamberlain yeah, is crazy. Beating, <laughs> beating Will ass. <laughs> them bad boy Pistons, man. They don't play, man. That's a Philly legend, though. Who will? Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess Will is a Philly legend. I ain't never seen him though. He from Philly. I don't know if he's from Philly. He played for Philly. I know that part. The Philadelphia Warriors. <sighs> exactly. Would you about to look up where you're from? Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> gotta find out where Parts Will. unknown. Gotta learn where Will is from. Will. Old Chamberlain. Will. Come on. Chamberlain. Damn. How, where is he from? 7-1. Yeah, bro. He's athletic. He Anything. died October 12, 1999. We were alive. Your phone is... uh. Phone is ringing right now. Yeah, I know. I know where I was looking up. Um, where's he from? I don't know, bro. My check. Look at this dude, bro. Career, career huh? What a hundred? Yeah. I wonder if they got him on Basketball Reference. Let's see. You know what? Let's see. Because basketball reference, 
Well, I see. Basketball reference. For those of you who don't know, if you want to talk anything basketball, go to basketball oh, reference. from here, bro? He's from Philadelphia? Yeah. Let's see if he has a scoring log. Born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, August 21st, 1936. Yo, bro, but Will Chamberlain has a score log. I've seen it. Yo, as you look at the score log, Will Chamberlain is a Philadelphia legend. He is a Philadelphia legend. But he has no murals here. Have you seen a Will Chamberlain uh, mural? I've never seen one. You see, no. You see Will Smith? No. You see uh, Meek Mill sometimes. Kevin Hart has one. Who else got one that's a Philadelphia legend? Um, You said Kevin Hart. You said Meek Mill. Rocky got one. Rocky has a statue. Rocky's not even real. Yeah, he's a fictional character. You ever seen Rocky? I've seen a statue. you never seen a movie? Yeah, I've seen. Wait, there's too many movies. I didn't see all of them. It's not that many movies. It's five of them. I think it's even six. It's like five of them, bro. It's, it's like six. four at it's most. It's six. Look it up right now. Creed four. don't count. Yeah, that Creed's not a Creed's not a Rocky movie. It's a, it's supposed to be a, a sequel. A sequel. You didn't know Rocky was his coach. No, I'm talking about the the other ones. Rocky Rocky's only in the fucking first Creed. Yeah, but that's his coach though. Creed is supposed to be a spinoff of Rocky. That don't count though. We're talking about Rocky, yeah, where he's the main character. Yeah, look at Rocky, right? I know. Hold on. I want to check right now, dude. Uh, let's see. How many movies? It says... How many Rocky movies, man? Saying how old was Rocky 1? What the fuck, bro? Do you um, remember Rocky? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember some of it. All right, so there are... Just saying, man. It got Rocky. Yep, they got six of them. Okay. So they got Rocky. Yeah. Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five, and then Rocky Balboa in two thousand six. Okay, they all are good, so I'm not tripping. They all are good. All of them. If he dies, he dies. That's a famous quote. When he's fighting a Russian. Oh yeah. Um, Dang, and then Adonis Creed. Yeah, yeah, those are what the Creed movies are after. Yeah, his son. Yep, so Michael B. Yeah, Jordan. Mr. T. He did. Mr. T was in that thing. The Russian boy was crazy. Yeah, that's who said if he dies, he dies. Mm-hmm. That boy was in a hyperbolic time chamber the entire movie, going crazy, just working it, out. Yo, know, he had one of the best um, monologues, and he got one of the best like uh, scenes of him training. He got a good training scene. Where he's just training on the mountains and shit. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. It's a crazy, man. It's a crazy, uh, I love Rocky, man. Rocky was getting his ass hard during the fights, man. though, in those yeah. movies. He was getting destroyed. Yeah. It's he a good comeback destroyed. story. Yeah, man. That dude was fighting meat. He was punching on a meat rack. Yeah. And then that legendary scene in South Philly when he's running into the art museum. Mm-hmm. That was amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah. That's Philadelphia history right there. That's nostalgia. That's nostalgia. And when you walk up the art museum steps, actually, you can have his feet. You can stand where he stood at. You know what the crazy part about that whole thing is now? What? On Now, if you go on Apple Maps, it it won't even say. Like, you can go to the art museum, but yeah. you it actually has, like, a destination that says Rocky Steps. Oh, wow. In, in like, maps. They have a... Um an easier way you can go up the steps. On the sides, there's a ramp. Yeah. For the disabled. But nobody wants to take the ramp. Yeah, you want to run them steps. You can go to You ever been inside the art museum? I love the art museum. It's not that good. 
Yes, it is. Oh, it sucks. It's like the third best museum in, in the in the fucking country. You need to stop it. Besides what? Besides the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian is in there. Yeah, the Smithsonian. DC got a lot of fire ones. Ah. Uh, the okay. museum is not one of the best ones. You saying though. that because you're from here? No, I'm saying that because I I admire art. The art museum is amazing. Not, it's not. Hey guys, if you come to Philadelphia, don't go to the art museum. Go to the art museum unless it's free. Go to the art museum. Like, the art museum. You know what the art museum remind me of what? If the art museum remind me of an old person. It's a museum. A, an annoying old person. It's though. a museum. Like you don't want to be around him. He's racist. It's he's, a museum. He's annoying. Oh my! God. Is the Mona Lisa in our museum? No. That's why? In Paris. Yes. Do you want to know why? Why? Because it's not good enough <laughs> to hold something that's so unique. It's Starry Night in the Philadelphia Art Museum, shiz. Star, Starry Night can't be in the Philadelphia Why? Art Museum. Because it's not an, good. That's part of an exhibit. Because it's not You said good. you knew art. You're not looking like it. I do it. know art. How do I know art? You're not looking like that's it. That's Van Gogh. Starry but, Night. But that's going to be part of an exhibit. Yeah, that a, Van Gogh, a Van Gogh exhibit. Why is it not standing at one designated place like the Philadelphia Art Museum? Because it's not because worthy. Because exhibits go from place city to city. No. Oh, they package up the art and if it was ship good, it around. It would be there, man. Oh my god! How do we god. know if the Van Goghs that's being shipped are the originals? I mean, that's fair. Exactly. So why can't the originals stay at the Philadelphia Art Museum? Name one very well known piece of art that you've seen at the Art Museum that is loved and beloved by everyone. I can't do that. Why? <laughs> exactly, nigga. The Art Museum is for old people. I love museums. I'm the one that loves museums a lot too. But it's like, bro, the art there is just art. Like they be but having no, they that, spit up on a wall and be no, like, no, that's 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 beautiful. No, 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 no. Because I've been to other cities and I've seen other museums. And and God damn it, I mean, unless it's like the Rock and Roll Museum or like, I mean, people, you know, people already just say the Wax Museum. But I'm yeah, not I don't care about to, that. I'm talking about where they know, have real beautiful pieces, actual of art. art. Yeah, the Philadelphia Museum of Art is at least. Top five. Talking about uh, you forgetting the black that the black museum that's in DC. That's the that's the wax museum. That's Are you not, talking about the African American no. yeah, museum? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It, yeah, I said it's top five. I didn't say it was number one, bro. It's I didn't say it was number one hundred, bro. Top, you're you. There's not even a hundred. Come on. I bro. used to. So I was in in college. I'm not giving for the, you that. The short stay I've had in college in higher education. I was granted a free art museum pass. And you and I squandered it. I didn't squander it. I actually went to the art museum every chance I went. And it was terrible. Because you kept... All right, bro. I went there. Yo, when is this art going to change, man? This is, this is the same shit. It's Where's, art. Where is Starry Night? I seen Starry Night. Did you? In Detroit. Really? Yeah, I seen, I seen Starry was Night. Was it a Van Gogh um, exhibit? Yeah, I went to the Van Gogh exhibit in Detroit. It was... Was it the original paintings? They were all original paintings, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. And you couldn't get within two feet of them. Oh wow! And they have they have like invisible sensors because I wanted to stand next to a photo and take a picture of it. The security was like, "Yeah, you can't do that here." Really? Yeah, because there's like, and I didn't know, but there's like a white piece of tape that they put out that's mm-hmm. like twenty four inches from the painting, and there's invisible sensors that that hang up top near the painting. So if anybody steps in there, everybody's buzzer goes off. And I fuck security. Yeah, and all these security people came around me. Thought I was trying to steal the painting. So you couldn't take. Why couldn't you take the picture? Though I was too close. Oh, you could have backed up and took the picture. I did. Oh, I did. But I was it was say, just that, intera- that interaction was crazy, though. Oh yeah, interaction was crazy. So it must have been a real starry night, man. 
No, I didn't take a picture when I started night. I took him. I took a picture in front of something called the captain. Which one was? It? Is that the captain screaming? No, no. It's just a side a side portrait of a captain. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's like a facing right. It's like facing I know right. What you're talking about? Yeah, it's like more like a paler yellow yeah, yeah, yeah. hue. I took a picture in front of that one. He yeah, had don't some fire, man. He's just a never mind. He's just, just crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, he was insane. Cut his arrow off, sent it to a woman, and he kept taking pictures. That's harassment. Yeah. He kept taking pictures of like his his first house. Yeah, that was a lot of the exhibit. It was his like first house, and he kept drawing it in like weird ways. I don't. Like, Van Gogh's cool. I like Van Gogh art, man. Yeah. Back to what I was saying though, this dude, man. Who? You talking about Will? I'm talking about the Art Museum, Philadelphia uh, Art Museum. Uh, the art Museum, man. I've been around. It's a nice scene. Everything around it is beautiful. You'd be surprised how many Philadelphians have never been inside. They've just been around it. Philadelphians don't do tourism. Yeah, they don't do tourism because we've been here for a long time. And truth be told, like, and, and that's another problem because Philadelphia really has some really nice places. It's a beautiful city, top five. But we don't go to any of it. Yeah. Have you ever been on the double-decker bus? Yeah. I haven't. I've been, I did almost everything touristy in Philadelphia except for the duck boat because the duck boat people died on there. Remember that? They cut that out, yeah. Yeah, they cut it out. For, good, for good measure. I'm glad. That they... was actually pretty cool, yeah. You trust this one dude to paddle the duck boat? Deep in the water, too? Deep in the water. Deep in the school kill. And them people died, man. That was a tragic day in Philadelphia history, actually. It was. But I'm glad they discontinued that corny ass ride. People loved it. I hated it. I didn't even like water. I never, I never got into those. It was I, a tour of the city, though. That's that's the thing. It was a tour of the city, and then y'all go in the Schuylkill River or the Delaware River. I wouldn't. No, like that, I just thought like that was like. I know that thing. That thing should not be in there yeah. with that many people, and then it go. I just I just thought it was dangerous. Yeah, it's a car that turns to a boat that you can and this paddle. Is early two thousands, a car that turns to the boat. One is unheard of. Two, I know they didn't do any type of safety precautions on that boat. I know they did. And that's just so dangerous. And you know what's crazy? I asked. I used to ask because I was like, yo, do they have, I don't I don't think they was, uh, I don't think they had. Um, they didn't have life vests on? Yeah, I don't think so. Because those people, those people drowned. Remember? Those people yeah, drowned. I do remember that. Yeah, those people drowned. They didn't have life. So think about it. And But back then it was a different time with safety measures and shit like that. So. Very correct. So, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's insane to me. A lot of people don't do tourism in the city. It's a beautiful city to explore. I was just talking to this with somebody. I remember there was a spot I went to last summer in Philly. It was really cool. Uh, it's in, I, So for those of you who don't know, I don't like to snack, but I really love cookies. Yeah. I really love cookies, and I, I like insomnia when I can get it. And they had, like, a underground, like, insomnia cookie, mm. like. A cookie shop. Real retro cookie shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire. It was pretty good. Yeah. Overpriced, um, but it was still good. Um, Yeah, man. Our museum trash. What else is out? What else is out? Yeah. All right. So, we have a board of shit that we didn't talk about. There's a lot of shit. This right here is the craziest one. What? So, I'm passionate about it. I've been seeing it a lot. You've been seeing it a lot via social media. What is it? Via Twitter. We've been seeing young women go to the gym, set up a tripod. Oh. And then mm. wait for men to come around and then act like they're creeps. You know what I mean? 
It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's evading a lot of people's pride. I mean, it's an open gym, but still, I don't want to be on your camp. I'm hitting the set right now. I don't want to be looking your direction, and then you just like, yo, this dude's a fucking creep. Got to get him out of here. And now my whole life is in the toilet because you have a video of me staring in your direction in the open free space saying that I'm a predator. It's insane, man. I'm glad the gym I attend don't. They, they, people do record sometimes, but it's not extreme or to an extent that you see on social media. But yeah, man, it's, um, it's a weird trend going on. I don't know. I guess the purpose for attention. And that's just slapping the face to the people that actually do get preyed upon. Um, so, yeah, man. You know, I really love the gym. I don't go there all the time anymore, but I respect what the gym has to offer. You know, and people don't always understand, like, the impact of a moment mm-hmm. Especially if what you're doing Is different from what somebody else is doing Like prime example If I'm in any area I'm looking around That's true Simply because number one where I come from Number one who I am And you know Number three like the environment So I'm always looking around I'm just seeing what's going on. Got to. We live in an environment right now. I can walk into a Walmart and get shot. Mm-hmm. Mass shooting. I'm not, even, I'm not exaggerating this. It's America, man. A lot of mass shooting so far, and the year's just begun. So my head is always on a swivel, right? Mm-hmm. I would be so infuriated if I'm in the gym and I'm lifting weights and I turn around and it's a fucking camera in my face. Yeah. I'd be so, like, I'll tell you a funny story, and this really happened. I'm out in New York. I got asked to go to the gym. I said, sure, I'll go to the gym. I got shorts on. You know, why not? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a set with one of my homies. A lot of you not. It was a very, it was a woman, very attractive woman. The gym's only, like, stairs up and just, like, a floor, like one flat floor. Yeah. She was walking by with her phone, and I peeped it one time because I was like, you're from you're in my way, you know. Mm-hmm. So she set up her phone, and everywhere she went, she was just twerking. <laughs> everywhere she went, everywhere she went. And the crazy part is, I'm not looking at her. I'm watching the guys mm. just stare, stare, yeah. stare. Because mind you, and now I'm like, this is strange. The girl didn't lift not one weight. Mm-hmm. She didn't do nothing. She just posted her phone up and started twerking. And you know what happened? What? The guy, the guy owner, kicked her out. Perfect. That's how Jim's owner kicked her out, be, man. I'm, I'm, kick I'm out. so confused on what it's an extent to content creation. You don't want to give up your morals for it. You know what I mean? I, I've been seeing a lot of people give up everything they value. I've been they've been giving up their values and morals for in the sake of content. In the sake of haha. Yeah, you're that's extremely detrimental to your life, um, the people around you life. You don't understand the things that it could do to you. And the people around you, your reputation. Maybe. I guess people would value social media success more than um, a good life. I don't know, man. It's, it's a weird, we in weird times, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the part that I'm not saying, like, people don't stare. There are definitely starers. 
Well, definitely, like, it's, it's creeps in the gym, bro. It's, it's definitely creeps. But the trend has been a guy just walking past and looking in direction because maybe you're at the bell rack, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Yo, this guy's looking at me." He's not. He's looking. He's looking past you. And now that guy's a certified quote unquote creep True. because of little um, fifteen year olds. And you know what the crazy thought about it is? It also you know gives this idea that all gyms are like that. Yes. You know what I mean, and that's not the case. You know that's not the case at all. Like there's been there's been times when I'm I'm working out and somebody look at me, they put on the same set and they try and do what I'm doing. Exactly. I, I don't think he's a creep. I think that guy is motivated. Yeah. But again, I'm not I'm not a woman, but I'm not gonna say or say that doesn't that doesn't happen. happen I know it happens. I know they're preyed upon. But when you're when you're Antagonizing people. I'm not saying by how you dress, but how like you're you're purposely setting up a camera, doing something to get somebody's attention, and then when you get somebody's attention, it's like, aha, I got I you. you. You're a creep now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like if you're just working out, I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> it's just like to catch a predator. But when you're drawing attention to yourself, yeah. and then you're mad at it, people are looking at you. You're not working out. Like yeah, you, you know you're an attractive woman. Maybe people are looking at you because you're attractive. But if you're purposely trying to like snare people into staring at yeah. you, that's not right. Yeah. That's not right. Like nobody, like come on. It's not right, bro. It's, um, it's these trends on social media, man. What do you think about the guy, Which guy that like comes out and like exposes all this stuff? Like he tries to defend people in the gym. What do you think about oh, him? Oh, the, the uh, guy, the Joey Swole guy. Yeah, the strong um, dude. Um, once you stand on a message like that. And you're like a masculine type of figure. They'll try anything to uh, defame you, anything to ruin your name and smear your name. So uh, I've seen a lot of people. He's been speaking positively on things on the gym because it's not, it's not like per se like a Kevin Samuels type of guy. He was. He's not that type of guy. He's not preaching like toxic masculinity amongst men and how men should treat women. He's just teaching people proper gym etiquette, and that's just what it is. And then. He's gonna say people. He's gonna say shit that offends some people, but it helps more people than it offends. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he he goes hard on women. He goes hard on men as well, just as hard. But he's not going hard on them because who they are. He's just going on hard on the gym etiquette. So I like him, but just just watch and believe. Somebody's gonna make something up about him to defame him and try to bring his reputation down. But for this message, he speak. I like his name is Joey Swole though. I'm very I actually tweeted about him. I'm like, yo, I actually like this guy. I said this guy's the voice of the people. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I like the way he articulates himself. Yeah. Especially me being a gym guy. I like it. I like how he's, you know, he tries to bring like the positive side to things. You know what I mean? In terms of like how people criticize and it's like, well, this could be what it is, you know, because when you just see a video, you see what's on the video, that's just one perspective, you know what I mean? It gives you the ability to just hear a second, hear a second opinion. That's why I, I like him, you know. Yeah, I like him as well. His quotes get he gets slandered a lot. Yeah, a lot. Of course, of course, he does. Um, I, I like him, man. Yeah, there's certain not things bad. on. It's, it's certain like I'm not a big. I don't care for influencers or nothing like that, but it's. Like, I don't even go to Instagram Reels, but I do watch his content. I will say that. I do watch his content. That's good. It's good. You know, it's it's we see so much negative shit. It's 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 good to sometimes have like, you know, wholesome content. Yeah. You know, like it it it's 
is needed. Yeah, you because know. you know social media is just um, it's not even divided no more. It's just driven by controversy. That's all social media is. It's, it's mucky. It's just controversy because with controversy, it gets people talking for the good or the bad, and with that, you get more traction to the content that you're producing. And so people realize something mm-hmm. about social media. The newspaper industries are dying. Yeah. People aren't people aren't reading newspapers. They're not waking up at five a.m. to get the daily news, right? But people are waking up at five a.m. and get right on their phone. You also got to think about it. This is why this is what we was talking about uh, previously and earlier in this episode. Um, evolution, yeah. Because now we got fact checkers. It's the internet now. Mm-hmm. Older people are still gonna be fear mongered to do certain things. That's why they like. They try to persuade you and influence you to do some old school shit because mm-hmm. they've seen the news talking about it. But with the new school, with us, we get on social media. That's our main source of news. We see it. Oh, okay. Let me see how real this is. Let me go to Google or let me do Twitter now has a fact checker. Yes, they let do. Me, let me do a fact check on this. Yep. Oh, it's not true. It's not hey, real. Hey, look at this. I don't have to confide to what you're saying right now because it's not true, actually, mm-hmm. because I have more source. Bro. Why are we still listening to older people with certain shit? They don't even they don't they have the access. They just don't know want to acquire it. Like you know we do. You know and, what I mean? And I I like that. I like I like you brought that up. I will I will say I want to go back because the fact checking thing is really important. Yeah. But I was more focused on the level of stimulation. That uh that that it is right, and people buy into that, and that's why like this engine turned into what it is. Because in 2012, right, let's take it back like 11 years. Social media, every app we had outside of TikTok, we had Twitter, we had we had Instagram, and we had Facebook, the big three, right? Mm-hmm. It was not like this. It wasn't like this, and the reason why it wasn't like this is because there was still a generation of people. Who watched television? There was still a generation of people who would rent movies. There was still a generation of people who would read newspapers like on their computer, and there were more people using more standard facing equipment like desktops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wi Fi wasn't everywhere the way it is, you know, the way it is now. So you would only plug your laptop and get that information at an X period of time. Yeah. Now, it is so most so that your brain can never sleep. Mm-hmm. Your brain can never sleep. Your brain never has the ability to wind itself down. And the phone light is so bright. Mm-hmm. Apps are so bright. That type of stuff like really bounces off your brain. And that's why people are so driven by this because it looks cute. It looks pretty. It's fast. It's loud. And it makes sounds. We have a little cousin who likes TikTok. Yeah. Loves TikTok. I I, I, I don't have the app. I promise you that I don't hear anything but just sounds. That's all you hear. That's why why people put um, phones and tablets in front of babies now because it's, like, interactive, it's loud, it's extremely colorful. And it makes sounds. And it's making a noise. And that's what's getting the baby attraction. Even though I don't feel like that's a proper way, um, but this is how the babies are being trained now. You know and it's I mean? and it's strange, and now you have a different you have a different type of baby. Yeah, you have a different type of baby. That's rely that's only relying on your cell phone now. You know, and somebody made a joke to me talking about some. I he was an older man. He was like, I told my son to go outside and play. He said, play. He said, go and do what? 
Like he, and the dad was mad, but he, he, the kid was right. Like, yeah. if I go outside, none of my friends are outside. Yeah. My yeah, friends are playing the game. Right here on his phone. On his phone. They could be real. They could be fake. They could be artificial intelligence. Speaking of that, how do you feel about artificial intelligence right now? Do you have a problem with it? Do you feel like it's going to take up people's jobs? I need a. I need a. I need more clarification. Are you Are you asking in me general, how do I feel about it right now, or how yeah, do I do feel, feel about do it? Do you in the feel future? like Do you feel like it's going to affect humanity in a negative way? Because it is coming. It's coming hard right now. Pause. Wow. It is. It that's is, twice. That's true. It is. But I think it's going to affect us drastically. People have been creating, um, and it's just it's not even affecting. Our everyday lives. I feel like it's going to uh, affect social media with the deep fake shit that's going on now. Um, you know what a deep fake is? Explain it for those who don't. So you don't. Okay. So a deep fake. Do you remember the Kendrick? That Kendrick. Uh, that Kendrick song, the heart part uh, five. Yeah. When he, when he turned to all those people. Yes. Yes. That's yes. a deep fake. Oh. So you like so people. It's been a lot of scandals going on. People been deep fake and pornography with celebrities. So, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing that's going on right now. So I feel like AI and uh, deep fakes is going to affect us tremendously, especially in a state where we don't know what's real, what's fake, mm-hmm. and people believe absolutely anything on social media. You can do an AI. We can do a – we can – if I submit my face and your face and I put it into this um, – one application, this artificial intelligence application, it can make us anything. It can make us do anything. I'm going to test it, and I'm going to drop it on the podcast, Instagram. It's me and you, and we can make, like, a logo out of it or something. That would be cool. But I but I want to answer your question, your first question. I'll get into what you said after that. You, How I feel is how I feel, but knowing how... Knowing how greed works, we're stuck with what we have. Yeah. You know, so like it I give you I give you a quick uh a quick story. Three words. Target, Walmart, and Acme. Mm-hmm. I know those companies. You've been in all of them. Yeah. Two more than the other one, but yeah. They all have something similar. Mm-hmm. They all have about 38 checkout lines and only one to two workers yeah. in all of them. But they still make them, mm-hmm. right? How are people who choose not to go into tech going to be able to sustain a living in like 50 years what will the jobs be what will they look like so you would agree that artificial intelligence is taking our jobs well not our jobs but the jobs that that require more manual labor than not blue collar jobs i feel like eventually what you're saying will be true i feel like right now we are not we are not 100% dependent on artificial intelligence. No, we're not. I feel like with the boom, post-boom of Tesla, yeah. I feel like we were at a, we were at a 10% dependence on technology. Mm. With the boom of Tesla, 
I feel like now we're sitting at around 23% mm-hmm. dependent on technology. So that means basically one in every four humans are dependent upon technology. Yeah. And all artificial intelligence is is getting information from every corner of the world. It's still not perfect, but all it is is just getting information from every single corner of the world and coming back to you with the best information possible. You know, so that's what artificial intelligence is. It is, but we also got to think about what's it doing. Like we don't, we're not at the point yet where we have, and this is when things are going to start getting scary. When we have AI that runs bus systems and public train systems, we we're not at the point yet where like AI are you know flying planes. And you know, flying flying commuter planes like mm-hmm. they have it in the military. They have they have drone. They have AI led planes in the military. Like with passengers inside of it. passenger level yeah. planes. Like we don't we don't have AIs yet that are teachers and construction workers. But mm-hmm. when we do, because I'm not gonna like what they they if you go to Acme again, they, they a lot of Acmes removed like their custodianship folks mm-hmm. and replaced it with a cleaning robot. Mm. That's a job. Yeah, that's lost. And the reason why is because we live, again, we live in a society, not a capitalist society, even though we do, we live in a society where we want things done the most efficient. Mm-hmm. And the least expensive. And the least expensive. Yeah. If I could pay a robot $0 and just plug it in, mm-hmm. that's better than, according to the business, not according to me, according to the business, that a person getting paid, you know, what, $12 an hour, yeah. I plug in a robot. Mm-hmm. This robot is not going to complain. This robot is not going to show up late. This robot is not going to want to move up in the company. The robot is a robot. So that is the issue. I don't think there's a morale factor. No, it's not as a company. In in this, and that's a problem. Because if there's no morale factor, they don't. The people that are making the money, they don't care about the workers. They don't care about the workers. Unless they're pressured into, and then truth be told, they'll do the, they'll do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Like prime example again, Target, Walmart. Every checkout line is a self checkout line. Yeah, you may be lucky if you get two people working behind the behind the scanner. Yeah, they have so many unopened things, but they still create them to create the assumption that yo people work in those. They're just They're not here. here. Yeah, there's a Walmart that I go to. Well, I used to go to in Philadelphia. That's all self checkout. Yeah, it's all self checkout. Um, where I work now, um. It's nothing but robots. It's, uh, that is robot vendor machines, robot vendors, robot kiosks. I pick. Uh, when I worked at the airport, they had robotic stores, and I'm like, bro, y'all trust people that much not to just walk away? But yeah, it's almost in like every terminal, so it'll be a store, and there's nobody at the kiosk, there's nobody at the vendors, nobody is no cash register, all electronic, and they just stocked up with stuff, and all you do is just all right. How do you trust somebody that much? It doesn't matter because every because everything in there, everything in there is insured. Yeah, that's true. That's why I think it's crazy. People are burning down stores. Like Mm -hmm. you're not, you just making making more money. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like it's it's insane to think about the trajectory. You know, going back to the first couple of minutes of this podcast, nobody expected the Korean records to be broken, but 38 years later, look where we are. You know, 38 years later, how is technology going to look? How's it gonna look? We already have cars that drive itself and park itself. Yeah. Tesla. What about thirty-eight years in the future? What are we gonna do? Will there even be a driver's seat in the car? Your wife is a robot at this point. You know, like thirty-eight years from now, your wife is gonna be a robot. 
Yeah. Duff, your grandchildren. It's going to be part robot. Your grandchildren, maybe, but your grandchildren, I, I could say, probably won't have a real teacher. Probably not. They won't have a real bus driver. Yeah. They won't have a real grocery store. And they'd be lucky if they have a real car. That's true. And at that point, that is when we will be 100% dependent upon technology. Mm. When there is no human autonomy. They already stopped human the human transactions, man. Hey, man, it's just what it is. The real the real driver of this, I feel like, is going to be dependent upon how successful Bitcoin is going to be. Mm-hmm. Because if Bitcoin becomes uber successful, then we won't even need money. So there will be no man, need to. People don't use money now. There's still cash being printed. Oh, it's always going to be. I don't think cash will ever be gone. You I say that. You say so. that. I don't think in the next 100 years, I think cash will still be possible. You want to know why would uh, cash will probably be going in the next 100 years? No. There's no inflation with crypto. Yeah. But inflation happens every so often. There's countries right now that aren't on the same, you know. That's different, though. I'm what talking, are you talking about, about America. You're talking about the world? I'm, I'm talking about, about the world. No. It's different, though. It's different because it's companies right now that operate straight off crypto. So you can't really say that. There's a lot of companies. I mean, there's a lot of countries right now that operate based. But there's still too much autonomy. That's what I'm saying. There's too many different variations of it. There's no centralized coin that everybody uses. I mean, yeah, most people use um, Bitcoin. A lot of people use Bitcoin. I know that. I'm talking about like if this is America, this is China, this is the UK. If they take away the dollar right now, if they were to take away the dollar right now, we all would be using one coin. That would be Bitcoin. I'm telling you. People saying, yo, we're going to go back to gold. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not. Who? I'm not. You got gold up. bricks at your house? Hey, you got gold bricks at your house? I'm no, here. I don't. I don't think we do. I don't have gold coins. I have some pesos. Who's, who's collecting gold coins? Be real. Who's, I have pesos. Hmm? I have pesos. I said real money. Who's collecting gold coins right now? Okay. Somebody. It's, no, it's people out there. It's Somebody. Very, it's big conspiracy theories that are. I follow a lot of people that was like, yo, we're going to go back to XYZ if the, dollar, if the dollar diminishes. We are not. You're not about to see me at Walmart with a gold brick. <laughs> That'll be two gold bricks, sir. <laughs> go, go two bricks. Crack, crack, crack. crack. Yeah, we're not going back to that. If anything, like I said, we're going to be evolving, and that would be strictly digital which means cryptocurrency. I love Apple Pay. I do too. I love it. Like, I never have to carry my wallet. Yeah, I don't carry cash. You should carry your wallet, but I don't carry cash. I should, but yeah, I don't carry cash. I don't carry cash. I never carry cash. That's why when we go out to eat, I be feeling bad. I'm like, damn. But then they got to understand at the same time, we in a different age. You know what they should do? They should have a thing. A lot of them do, though. A lot of them carry the thing like, hey, would you like a tip? I do. Waitresses and waiters, they should have like a wristband. Yeah. Where you can just tap it and then just put a number and then it just goes right to them. Yeah, I like that. They should do that. They should do that. Think Cause, about it. Because now it's like, oh, you I don't feel bad. just gave people a million dollar idea. Probably. No, uh, you got to, I'm going to bleep that out. Yeah. But that, that's, that's a very good idea. Or at least a tablet, bro. At least a tablet and it's all right here. Would you like to tip me? Here's my tablet. Okay, perfect. I have a card. Oh, t- it taps? Yep. Tap. $5. Easy. Thank you. you. go. Now you don't feel bad, now and you don't, you don't like get taxed. Yeah, now you don't feel like a piece of shit. 
you you left the guy whatever pocket change you yeah. had. How dare you? But um, I tip well when I go out deep. Yeah, man. That's. I feel like if it was to go right now, it'll be Bitcoin, man. A lot of com- a lot of countries use it already. It's just keep going up. Invest your money, man. Invest it smart. The way the world is gonna look in a couple of years is gonna be very strange. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Glad to be here to see. We still it. got. We, but it's, it's funny how it works. How we're evolving as humans, but the people that run our country are old as dinosaurs, and they're not evolving. And they're not evolving at all. They're still stuck in the old thing. Maybe that's why you have to be a certain age to run for president. No. No, I mean yes. So there's a book, wrote by a Supreme Court justice. Supreme Court justice's name was Stephen Breyer. It's, it's really good to have a leader who can. You know, differentiate between the people drunk versus the people sober. How that's working right now? It's not working very well. Like I said, it's not working very well. What's the difference between a man that's seventy and a four-year-old? And a four-year-old? What's the difference? A lot. Like what? Impulse, attitude, behavior. Actually, what? all the same. All the same. All the same, ain't it? Impulse, attitude, behavior. The same exact. Thing, the only difference is one has more years to learn. The other one is one doesn't want to learn. It has less years That's to the only less difference. years to learn. That's the only difference between the eight year old and the seventy year old. Crazy. That's how I see it. That was good. Thank you. That was good. I like that. It's no. It's I like no, that. It's no different. They all act like kids. You just get to a younger state at your old age, man. You stuck. Only difference is, like I said, when you're older, you're stuck in your ways. You're stuck in those traditions. That's why I don't think it's fit for someone that's 70 or 80 to run the world, especially as senile. That is old. That's what I'm saying. Do you feel like there should be a cap at who, like— There should uh, be a cap on an old man. Like, bro, you need to be forced to retire at a certain age. Retirement for the average citizen now— it's, it was 64 and a half. It's 64 and a half. So 65, yeah. And they're trying to boost it up. But right now, they're trying to boost it to like 70s retirement age. That's crazy. Yeah. Because uh, you know it's greedy. It's America. But what I'm saying is it should be the same way in government. In certain parts of government, since if you guys want to push the culture forward, which they don't, if you guys want to push the uh, culture forward, let new people step in with new ideas. People have been holding the same positions of power for 60 years, many years, up until the 80. Bro, the man can barely wake up in the morning without someone helping them. How can he run a government? How can he run a government, bro? He can barely see. He's losing the he's, – he's failing the eye exam, bro. He said the triangle was a, a rectangle. He's losing right now, bro. He's 80. He's old. And there's nothing wrong. Like, I'm not age-shaming. Like you've been I doing that a lot this I, episode. I age shame every day, but I'm not age shaming right here. Age shaming is actually the funniest thing ever. But um, my my thing is with that, right? He, like, yeah, all right, you can say you can you can give it to all right. This person has been experienced with government, but there's a lot of people that's our age that that wants opportunities and would have you, new. Would ideas. you let a 25 year old run your country? Hell yeah! What? Yes. No. You're only saying that because the age limit. No. That's why you're saying no. that. Right. You're 25 saying that 25 year old, your, your brain is fully developed. Stop especially it. At, at, for Please a woman, stop it. your brain is developed Please at 21. Stop it. For men, 25. Yo, bro. We never grow old. 25 bro. year olds look don't at, understand look at Biden. foreign 
economic policy. Does Biden understand foreign economic policy? Does he understand how to tie his shoe right now? Does he understand how to ride a bike right now, brother? These are key. He did questions fall off that, that bike. Keep, and that was actually very funny. <laughs> that's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I think I think he's I think he is the president that's fallen the most. What man? What? <laughs> oh, he's the most, and he's racist. Like, oh my god, so racist. People don't even understand how racist he is. Called him a junkie. You you remember black that man, a junkie. Yeah, bro. How can I forget? He said, "You he said, are he said, a junkie. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. People, you're not black. How do you? How do people still go out and vote for him? But you know what they did? They said, "You know what, Joe? They were you're right. Crying on the TVs, and this is back to following trends. Grown man, grown man, crying on TVs, dancing." They were actually doing dancing. They were doing a cha-cha slide. I never forget that. Voting poll. I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. They were doing a cha-cha slide. People were crying that he got elected like he was God. And that's the white savior complex. And, this mm. is what it is, man. And people... <laughs> Stop letting these old farts on run for government. I don't agree with a 25-year-old running this country, I but do. I I, I would say... It. I would say you could, you could be like 30. You could be 30. Why not? 30 is not far from 25. You could be 30. 30 is cool. 30 is cool. I feel like 30, you know. Why are you running a country of all young people at the age of 65? You're not even 65. I'm talking about in general, bro. Why are you trying to run and you're No, you can run for president at 35. Yeah, I know. We need younger. We need a younger. We need younger people. Nobody's going to back a younger person. Obama was probably one of the youngest presidents. He might have been. I think Obama was... I think Obama was in his late 40s when he ran. He was like 47. Yeah, he was young. He was young. Then we got out of office at four grades. Yeah. That's crazy, ain't it? It's stressful. Bl- you know what? Don't do it. It's stressful being responsible for all those murdered families, man. It's stressful. You did That's it. very stressful, man. You, you did it. Most overseas killers from any president ever. Oh um God. You did it's it. It's stressful, man, building those concentration camps for Mexican kids, man. You doing and it. Ice. Oh, you doing it. And then put the blame on uh, Trump. You done. But it is tough, though. It is tough. It's tough. It's tough carrying the weight of millions of families murdered on your mind every night, going to sleep in your presidential suite. It's, I know <laughs> why, it's, you just, why you just put that bar together I like that? It's tough, man. He said, oh, your mommy, you going to sleep in your presidential suite. Sweet, like, yeah. that's a bar. Your mom, you sleep in a presidential suite. It's tough doing that, man. Shit. But that's he a was bar. a black man, so you know what? I'm a root for him. And that's just what it is. You part of the problem, then? No, that was sarcasm. Okay, exactly. Yeah, I'm Got saying, me. I'm saying he's black, so yeah, I'm a root for him. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about that situation. I ain't mad at you, but yeah, we need younger people, man. I feel like there should be a person. I mean, even if you lose, like step up to the plate. I mean, they can't, but yeah. If you're 35. That's what I'm saying, younger. I need somebody 25 to run this off. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I know it's not. That's why I said I need it to happen. I want it to happen. Would you vote for Kanye West for president? No, I wouldn't vote for Kanye West. Would you vote for The Rock for president? I wouldn't vote for The Rock. These are celebrities. I'm talking about somebody that's heavily... But these people are running. These people want to run. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, they're stupid. But I'm saying I need somebody that's heavily, like, that understands politics, not just the face. And I feel like somebody that's 25 can do that. Somebody that have years long as... You don't have that many years in, but if you're 30, you don't have that many years in either. So, I mean, what's the difference between 35 and 30? Five years of being an asshole. Yeah, probably. So, probably. Yeah, I feel like um, they should shorten it. I feel like 30 is a good age. I won't even say 25. I'll, I'll meet you. 
I, I like 30. I mean, we talking about who who's eligible to run. I feel like we should really talk about what the cutoff should be. I told you what the cutoff should be. 65. That's not bad. Yeah, because that's that's the national age to retire. That's what I that's did you not understand yeah. me putting up that play the whole time? This is why I said it. Yeah, you dunked that. Yeah, you I dunked that. that one. I said, yo, what's yeah. the average of retirement? You said 64 and a half. And I said, yeah, that should be the cutoff to being a fucking president. You're right. The latest 70. You're right. Are you 65? Oh, no, 70 no 70. No 70. No, I'm saying not no to 70. run. 60, you 65. All right, that's the cutoff. When you, and, when you get out of here, guess what? You're 69, your pension. Yep, you you're done. Fun. And the crazy part about it is we could even double down because there should also be something that says if you already won and then you hit that, you're cut you're off done. to 70. It's you're no done. more. Yeah, because you're old. It's bro. no more. Yeah, you're old. So essentially, you have in your life from, 20, from 35 to 65, you have 30 years to be able to run for president. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's just my rules, man. If I was to run it, I don't know, man. Just let me know, government. Tap my line. We could talk business. And that will probably bring down the age from people that's old to people like people start running for president at like 50. That's what I'm saying, bro. At 50. And now 50, you're and like up, upper middle age. And there's going to be so many new ideas being dispersed amongst all of us mm-hmm. because there's going to be so much talent being looked upon for at a younger ages, bro. And it's not going to be the same young people in the government. Nope. Well, Senate would look different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's just a lot of shit is going to change. But it do come with, you know, it does come with consequences. So what are the trade-offs? Gonna, the trade-offs is going to be people that's extremely radical in their views that's younger, and they're going to try to force it and make it seem like a dictatorship. That's how I see it. People are going to be so immersed in their views, and somebody's going to have a huge following, and they're going to eventually try to run and have a good foot in the race. That's the only cutoff. That's the only thing I see. It's just like people with the most radical views. But remember, America is actually very huge. People with different opinions. So whoever we like the most, we're going to vote for them. That's the only cutoff. That's the only trade-off I see is like people with the most radical views. Is it weird that like I haven't seen like a quality presidential race since 2008? No. Is that weird? No. Ever since I've been All in the other ones have been jokes. Ever since we've been adults, because we've been the same, we're the same age. Ever since we've been adults, there hasn't been a legitimate presidential campaign. It's just, you hate this person, vote for me, or you hate this person, vote for me. I really think the last really good one was 2008 with Barack, Hillary, and John McCain. Not even Bernie, not even the one with Bernie Sanders. R.I.P. John McCain, man. R.I.P. John McCain, you a war hero. Crazy, yeah, man. It's crazy. I remember vote for McCain, man. I ain't gonna make no jokes. Rest in peace, but a vote for McCain is a vote for the plane. That's what he said. No, I just said that. Oh, yeah. They was like comparing them to a pair. They was so rude. They was so rude, bro. Like the ads they had him. Like they they replaced his face with a pear. Like the fruit, bro. Green fruit, the pear. You know what the pear is. You're not talking on the mic right now because you're laughing. But <laughs> I'm playing. You're not laughing. You just looking seriously. You looking serious in my face. <laughs> pear head. <laughs> That's a piece, John McCain, man. That's a piece, John McCain, man. Very, very a real world hero. I remember when he passed away. I was working at the airport, so that had to be what 2018, right? Yeah. Was it 2018? Yeah, yo, so, yo, how my, my yo, my math is right. That's because I put things together. Yeah, you like an elephant. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that was crazy, man. I watched the funeral and everything. I think. 
Rest in peace, John McCain, man. That was cruel. That was real cruel, man. You said it. I didn't say it. The world said it. They called him Pearhead. It was calling him a pair. I didn't say anything about John McCain. I said, rest in peace. God, God rest his soul. You know what I mean? I actually like John McCain. I like him. He was a good guy, he man. Good guy. He did a lot for our country. He did. Yeah. yeah he really did. I like John, I like John McCain, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. He's something different. Mm-hmm. He's something different, man. He'll be missed. Yeah, I ain't going to miss Mitt Romney, though. Yeah, Mitt Romney. He ain't pay no taxes. Damn, when did Romney die? He didn't die. Oh, I thought this. I thought this was referring to. No, he didn't die. I was about to say, bro, I don't remember Mitt Romney. Mitt, Mitt Romney is alive and well. I, I mean, he's alive. I don't know about. I don't know See, what his like, personal life it. is. I said I don't know what his personal life is. But Mitt Romney, you know, he's, he's alive, a, doing something. He is doing something. He some is, Mitt Romney he's shit. Doing some Mitt Romney shit. He is he's a swindler. What the I wonder what Mitt Romney does in his free time. Actually, you know what? I don't want to know what no, Mitt I think Romney I know what he does. Free. What? I think he goes to the mountains. Like with his family. Why don't we like, do new cool shit like that? Like I'm not talking about me and you. I'm talking about like in general. Like Yeah, I think he'd be going to the mountains. I, I forgot what I seen. I was watching the video and he's talking about how he goes to the mountains. You know? Would you go hiking? No. But uh I'll go hiking, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about hiking. I've been speaking of hiking. I've been heavily invested in this type of YouTube content lately. I've been watching them. Yeah, you have? I've been watching the ones you watch. It's common. Yeah. It's very common. They're yeah. like an hour long. So what I've been watching lately is I've been watching for like the past month. I've been watching dudes just camping in extreme weather. So it'd be like. Whether it be like freezing temperatures or it be like extreme blizzard or rain, mm-hmm. I watch dudes just camping and making the way for themselves for like forty-eight to seventy-two hours out in those treacherous weather. And there's something common about it because you know you just relax and you're sitting in your bed and we're like, "Damn, I'm glad I'm not that guy." That's what I think the whole time. I don't like, like it but to it's see actually it. pretty innovative for what people could come up with in times of like a desperate measure. It just shows people fight or flight sense. There was one person I saw. He created a whole like grass house for himself. Yeah, and I said, "Wow!" And like it had had a door. It was mm-hmm. inside. It was wired up. I said, "He did all that with grass with and sticks." Yeah. There's this one that he created an underground cave out of snow when he was in the blizzard. Very interesting. And he had a fire. It's it's really good. Like, but what I don't like about his content is that he has his comments turned off, so you can't see what people are saying. Want to know what people are saying? Mm. So that that makes me more immersed into the experience because it's like when you read comments, you're looking for someone that shares the similar experience as you when mm-hmm. watching the video. And if I can't see that, then I'm just gonna be mad. So I don't really watch those videos anymore where it's comments disabled. I need to be immersed into the experience because we want to be seen with other people, virtually or physically. That's not bad. So, yeah. So that's that's what that's what I've been doing. It's been quite interesting. I learned a lot about myself while watching these videos. I mean, how do you do? You think people of our generation could do any of that? No. Depends where you, it depends where you live, though. Like I feel like someone that was born because you know we're in a major city. Yeah, I feel like kids that's outside of our city could do that. 
Because you know Pennsylvania is extremely big. Yeah. So if the world, if it's because we got three big cities here only, we got Harrisburg, we got. Uh, I would not call Harrisburg a big city, but it's one of those cities. Okay, Harrisburg, you got Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's it, and that's all we got. And I'm saying the rest is just mountains or farmland that's or really racism. It. Yeah, so I feel yes. Like, so I feel like anything outside of those three cities, I feel like they can do it. But to a regular folk, so we're so accustomed to the city of fast paced situations, we don't. I don't think our fight or flight instincts are different from theirs. Hmm. That's how I see it. Say more about that. They have different. They they experience different things. They're not in this. You know, they're not in the city. We got to worry about bullets catching us. They got to worry about a hog chasing them, or like a werewolf or some shit. You know what I mean? They have different. They have different. <laughs> I can't got, take it no more. <laughs> they got different fight or flight instant. Bro, imagine like, you do. You just in the farm. You just pull up in a fucking werewolf behind. Think about it, like bro. what? Think about it. You know you in a situation right now. We were to get robbed. We know exactly what to do. Our yes. fight or flight instincts would tell us, okay, let's play this calm. Hopefully he doesn't kill us. Yes. They would not know what to do in that situation. No. But on the other they side. They would fight to the death. Yeah, but on the other side, if we were approached by a fucking bear, we would be like, what is the fight or flight instance? We'd just be we dead. Just dead. We'd, We'd just be, be dead. fucking roadkill. But they would know exactly what to do. Oh, what you got to do right here? You got to smack it on the nozzle. Make it look big. Make it look big. Start you got to roar at it. And then yeah. you got to spray bear spray that you keep on you. I don't keep bear spray from the city. You don't keep it in your car at least? Exactly. No. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, so I feel like rural areas with small little towns, I feel like they'll be able to survive um, in, in situations like that. So let me ask you a question. If Pennsylvania right now, and I said we use, we're not even going to use Pennsylvania. We'll just use okay. If a place that had both rural and urban life were to shut down, who would succeed? And I mean, like cut off from resources, like cut off from like cell phone reception. Like who would? So who not would, us? Not the people that live in the city. We wouldn't. No, we would die. <laughs> That's great, bro. Some people need human communication every single day, or they die. I don't need that. But, uh, yeah, we're so used to being social with each other. Like, I got an even better one. Who you think will survive more, right? In the same area with the zombie apocalypse. Us or those people? That's not that's not actually as easy. Because I can see how both of them can be bad. And I'm explaining to you why. City folk, we would lose simply because of the people per square mile. Zombies populate, they eat other people, they turn to zombies. We wouldn't make it out in terms of sheer population size. We're not talking about that, bro. They, they don't have to see nobody for the next 10 miles. They're not going to see a zombie for the next 10 miles. That's why I'm saying it would be easier for zombies but to come I'm up. They wouldn't be ready for survival. it. Survival. Survival-wise? Who, who has a better chance at survival? Us, that's so invested in technology, or the rule for folk. That's so invested in the chickens. I feel like, I feel like we just have something. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's them by default. More resources. We have more. Even if we were to shut, they know how to create the resources. And they also have guns as well. That's what I'm saying. The gun, the guns, the guns is a neutral playing field. That's what I'm saying. They have guns and we have guns. Yeah, yeah. The guns ain't nothing. No, that's not. No, I'm not worried about the guns. I'm talking about survival instinct. I feel like they will. Yeah, I guess. I guess we got to give it to the country folk. They, they, they would know. They got everything they, over us in terms of survival. And they have heavier machinery. Yeah. In terms of like, you know. And they got cows. 
Cows, horses. Chickens. Chickens. No cars. Get on a horse. No cars, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. So they got us, man. Would you live in would you be from the country? Would you would you enjoy that? No. Yeah, I wouldn't enjoy it either. I like I like being from the city. I take pride in it. Me too. I take pride in being from the city. Me too. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's the podcast show show. Oh, it ain't the podcast show show. You gotta talk about one thing right now. I mean, it's still the podcast show show. It's still the podcast show show. It what? is. It's not changing. What? You gotta you gotta talk about it. What? Cops. The five cops. Not even five. It's an ongoing investigation. You gotta talk about the most brutal beatdown in American history. Worse than the Rodney King police brutality beatdown. You know. I've seen a lot of things. Okay. And I've seen even more things on social media. That was probably... That was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. And 75% of that was from what was presented to me. The other 25% of what... That video meant, mm-hmm. you know, that man was doing nothing wrong. Routine traffic stop, yeah. routine traffic stop, and he was approached by five, four, five officers. I think it was mm-hmm. four or five officers handcuffed. Start off as a search. Start off as a search. Mm-hmm. The man was not resisting. And they beat him, and to death. And the and then they took pictures with him and sent it to other officers. Mm-hmm. And they and they it was almost like a schoolyard play around, mm-hmm. you know, like we're just passing you around. We're gonna just we're gonna just like humiliate you, mm-hmm. you know. And that video took me to a dark place. And the reason why is because I've been I've been a proponent of so long of like there's no such thing as black on black crime. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we have this video that people will point to now and say, tell me why it's not. Yeah. Which is, you know, which is which is crazy. And for you to, number one, like, let's take race out of it. If for you to be a human, knowing that you're recorded, because we live in that generation, there's somebody recording everything we do, whether we know it or not. And you take liberty with your fellow officers and beating someone till they die. They didn't break the law. They weren't offending anyone. They weren't causing disruption, terror, or danger. You not even human, bro. You just a you're just a symbiosis of horrible genetic makeup. You're terrible. You're a terrible human being. And it's just like and it happened in Memphis. It happened in a predominantly African American city. The police officers that did it were all African-American, you know, and then it's just like y'all always want to come back and say, let's trust the police. Let's trust the police. Let's 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 be part of the police. Then what about this? Mm-hmm. What do you like? What like if for, for now, forever ingrained in, in history, we will have another reason as to why people my age do not trust the police, because that man did everything his mama probably told him to do when a cop stop you. 
say yes, you know, do what he says, and you'll get away scot-free. That didn't happen here. That didn't happen here. They tortured him. Like, there have been cases of violence on African-Americans from gun violence by police officers. This was humiliation and torture. Imagine knowing while someone's beating on you. Imagine knowing that you you are slowly dying. Yeah. And you can't do nothing about it. And they're not even shooting you. They're just beating, beating you. you. Up, yeah. beating they're just beating you. They're not tasing you. They're just beating you. <sighs> you... Not even as an African American man, as a as a human, who I, I've seen people die. I've seen people die in front of me. You have too. Yeah. I have never been so sick to my stomach, and I've seen people lose their life, take their last breath in front of me through violence and through normal death. I have never seen something so sick in my life. Because that boy, that man didn't he didn't deserve to die. There's people that you know deserve that don't deserve to walk this face of the earth. That man was not one of them. Mm-hmm. And for you to be of the same race and creed of that young man who y'all took his life because y'all probably had a bad day or y'all thought y'all could get away with it because y'all the police, y'all above the law. There's something for you, mm-hmm. and it's not and it's not jail. It's not jail. There's some. There's something for you. And I. I can't like. There's no. There's no speculation. There's no conspiracy. There's no. There's no nothing behind that. That is senseless, ruthless, aggression, and humiliation and bullying and abusing the power that you that you that you you police officers aren't even job police officers job isn't even to enforce the law. No. Serve and protect. It's to serve and protect. Yeah. You can't. You can't get mad. <laughs> you can't get mad at anybody in Memphis for now never trusting a police officer again. Yeah. Nope. And it's not even an eye for an eye. It's a reaction. It's an action versus a reaction. Mm-hmm. A reaction has a reaction. If you think people don't carry guns now in Memphis, well, now. Watch now, yeah. Watch now. Mm-hmm. So now every police officer has to, everybody's going to feel like, yo, in Memphis, they're going to be like, yo. The tension is going to be extremely high. It's going to be palpable, bro. Like, yeah. you can't, if I'm in Memphis right now and I get stopped by a cop, that's on my first, that's the, on my top of mind. Mm-hmm. Yo, I could die. So now it becomes, now it's not a, I'm stopping the citizen from breaking the law. Now that citizen feels it's me versus you. Yep. And who going to win? Who, who going to win? Who wanna, yeah, who want to who going home, home tonight? Yep. Who going home tonight? Who going home tonight? Who going? And now, and it's crazy because that wasn't a situation that was brought on by the civilians. Nope. That was a situation by that was brought you. on by law enforcement. Yeah, you so you have no, you have no reason to shame anybody. Yeah. You have no reason. Whatever happens after that is their fault. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, whatever yeah. happens, I agree. Whatever happens to them, 
I would not be surprised, nor would I be ashamed of it, because what y'all did was one of the worst human acts since slavery. Damn. That was a slavery style beating. They handcuffed that man and beat him until he fucking died. Yeah. That is what slavery was. And y'all was all black. Now we bring a race into it because we saw what happened to slavery. Y'all were all black. There wasn't a white man in sight. We came out here and we shall overcome the white man. That was black people. So now not only you can't trust cops, you can't even trust your own kinfolk now. Come on, man. It's a podcast and chill show, man. It's a podcast and fucking chill show. Podcast and fucking chill show. You know what it is. And Memphis ain't chilling. It's not. It's not chilling. Very high tensions, man. It's crazy out here. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna leave it on that note. Mic drop. Here you go.